just wanna go. Um, yeah, I hit threes with no eyes. Threes from the ring, no lie. Cross my heart and I die. They don't wanna catch me outside. Uh, they see no wave, it's a tie. I couldn't take an L if I tried. Uh, funny when I start trying to play around with them, they really start feeling my vibes. Uh, they can't reach where I'm trying to reside. Out of reach if I fall, I'ma die. What you have, I slip, I'ma glide. Never know I'm alone for the ride. Uh, about to become a menace, I promise They can't restart when I finish I'm just being honest Can't nothing stop me from climbing They'll always find them a problem Yeah, hopefully when I spaz out I'm Yo, 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 yo What's good? What's happening? We back Brand new episode of Three from the Ring This is your boy Chris J This is your boy Sav on here as always I want to look into you know, Red Dead Redemption. Something can happen with that fucking horse. You have to go find out what's going on with your fucking horse. So, but I'm here. Uh, chillaxing, sitting all cool. Uh, this probably be my first week when I don't, you know, slander Adam Silver. So, it'll be a good week. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't done I have nothing. no reasons. Yeah, nope. he hasn't Tyrese done nothing. Tyrese Hilton got injured. You said what? Tyrese Hiltonberg, whatever his name is, the rookie, he got injured. But wow. I can't blame that on him. So I don't feel he ain't playing, you know, playing tournaments or nothing like that. That nigga just, you know, got injured. Mm. Um, but uh, what else? That's pretty much it for me. Just chilling, man. I'm getting bored from wrestling, like always. You know what I'm saying? Specifically bored on yeah. Raw. Raw has been like I. Raw fucking sucks. I like gee, like as I'm watching it now, as you guys probably see in the background, it is a chore to watch. Like I've been, I watched each episode at the mania. But if you would sit there and ask me what happened, I will sit there and say MVP says something. Uh, MVP says something. Bobby Lashley flexes. Drew McIntyre wants belt. Braun Strowman wants belt. Charlotte is Charlotte. And yeah, and all your Sonya Deville yeah, you know, and Sonya Deville is I hate this moves. With wrestling talk, even Marie coming back here uh, by the way. So, but I hate to start this off with wrestling talk, but the fact what I'm about to say one they miss the stars, right? They miss they miss it. They, they got stars, but they missing them, and it's gonna suck because people are gonna look back on Bobby or Bobby Lashley only WWE title run because he most likely won't get another one. They're gonna look back on that and be like, "Bro, that shit was ass because of the the, the moment we in in Raw." And so, the thing is, I feel like it's not really even his fault. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, like it's not. I'm a WWE not apologist. But I understand when, when, when you know, the game, when, when the show is, is they trying their best, but it's just not coming off right. So I, I understand, you know, situations like that. But in this situation with, um, with, um, wrong now, it's not like they, bro, they doing shit that never was popular. Even when, when kids, you know, watch the show. Like, when you got motherfucking store tomatoes, you, kids don't even like that shit now. Like, 
know what I'm saying? That ain't even if, and the thing is, doing. even that's it's the new day doing it, but it's like even with them doing it, it's like so. It's like really it so. No yeah, it's just a lot of the stuff that's going on raw is just really flat. Um. I feel like they they could be doing so much more with the Bobby Drew Braun situation. Uh, the highlight literally is Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte is literally the highlight, and that's not even saying much itself. But I like the Sonya Deville twist with it right now. But it's like it's it's so black. Like it's a tough watch for three hours. Like a extremely tough watch, um. So it's just like do better. Hopefully, cause who like okay, Keith Lee's missing. Who else? Becky, if you want to count Becky, yeah, Becky technically um, counts, but I think Becky's going to SmackDown. You can't count this to injuries. Like if Keith Lee was here now, what he'd be do? Probably feuding with Sheamus. More than you was though, which you? Which is fine and dandy, but like even still, like that don't change the fact that this shit boring. Yeah. And some of the best shit that they got going on right now, not even in the forefront. Like I hate to say it, fucking Matt Riddle, one of the best things on Raw. And we can't even, you know, we can't even. I we can't really enjoy the shit because his charges ain't clear. But <laughs> like we can't enjoy it for what it really is because it ain't no. No, it ain't in the forefront. Like him and Randy Orton got some gold going. Yeah, like you could have intertwined into like a tag team type. Then leave it off with some just good television. Um, but yeah, this is like Matt Riddle carrying that fucking brand along with yeah. Bobby, along with Oscar. But Oscar's, you know, she now her shit dwindling down, and Rare Ripley and you got no type of chemistry with nobody. Now she's a heel. Um, I don't even know what the hell. I don't, honestly, because like just what happened on Raw with them. I know Charlotte's a heel. Mm-hmm. Oscar, I'm not so sure. Ray, I'm not no, sure Oscar's at all. Face, Ray Ripley's heel. Reason Ray Ripley's heel is because she tag team with. Unless they give her a tweener spot, but if you're a tweener, you don't tag team with Shayna Baszler and um, Nia Jax, who also should should just end. They should end that tag team now. Immediately, because I think if you end it, it benefits both of them. Like they don't like. I'm not mad at them with the belts, but both holders of the belts would do justice working with them at the moment. Like you give me, you give me Nia Jack, you give me a mini feud with Charlotte and Shayna, putting Shayna over Shayna as a heel. You do good. You throw Nia Jackson a fucking title picture with Rhea Ripley, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's going to be ass, but you got them doing something other than holding that tag team belt. Um, like, in terms of, like, the championship, this good. Jordan Bobby, really good fucking chemistry. So, it's really not that mm-hmm. you can hold right there. Just got to make the feud more exciting. Give it more stake. Yeah, it's the storylines. These are two gigantuan niggas, they should be every time they see each other, they should be fucking on site. They got this Bobby doing this pseudo-Roman thing in which he just like that creme de la creme of SmackDown, but it ain't working. It, it don't work it because... Roman, I hate to say it, Roman... Alright, look. 
and, and write this down, Chris, because this is going to be one of the realest things I ever said in wrestling. You ain't a star unless you can run SmackDown. Unless right. SmackDown is featured around you, you ain't no star. Now, let's yeah. look back on this, right? Yeah. Don't really count Steve Austin because Steve Austin was there like primarily before SmackDown. Yeah, that was, yeah. But let's name him. The Rock. The Rock. Ran SmackDown. Literally, the show was named after him. After him, yep. After, after him. You want to keep going? Somebody, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. Ran SmackDown. For all the time he did. Batista. Ran, ran Smackdown. SmackDown. Oh, this person didn't have a belt to go with it. Undertaker. Ran SmackDown. Ran SmackDown. Kurt um, Angle. Kurt Angle's one of those guys. This, one of those guys. Here comes the pain. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Ran Smackdown, Smackdown back then. You throw it to the Crit Della Crimson, the Mount Rushmore of Smackdown. John Cena ran Smackdown for a long time, went back to Raw, came back when New Age Cena, when he was putting niggas over, ran Smackdown, Smackdown again. Smackdown. Even AJ Styles ran Smackdown. Ran Smackdown. So you are a star in this business if you can run Smackdown. Anybody can run Raw. That's just the way it is. You, you the face of Raw, you, you good. They're going to have that show run around you. But it takes a different type of edge. Towards edge, edge running into his run, yep. Rand Smackdown. Um, now, Randy never really had a true he did power. He did edge run, but it wasn't like dog. Like, what the yeah. fuck? When you name people like Taker, Angle, Eddie, you look back at certain feuds, certain storylines, and be like, the biggest thing Randy had was the Christian storyline. Some people like it, some people don't, right? You see Randy more of a Ross superstar. All his best storylines came from Raw, right? Yeah. My nigga, Roman right now, you can count on your hands how many runs is better than this, bro. Like, it is a pre- – it's like I don't want him to lose this belt, G. Like, whatsoever. I'm not on, like, the way that everybody was like, I'm just in awe of how fucking good this is, bro. This is probably some of the best shit WWE has ever done. Like, this nigga Roman comes out every day like a – Million fucking bucks, bro, and I can't. I'm. I'd be speechless. I'm like, this nigga really. He really is the big dog. Like he really is that nigga. Um. So just shout out to him, dog. Shout out yeah, to we'll, him. Well, matter of fact, that's just transition because there's nothing else to really talk about on Raw. Oh, Mansoor oh, has yeah. signed to Raw. Who? Uh, Saudi Seth Rollins. Oh, oh, oh! oh. Yeah, Saudi yeah, Seth Rollins. So, uh, so yeah, that became a thing. But uh, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about Roman Reigns sending Daniel Bryan uh, away from SmackDown. Who, hopefully, God helps uh, uh, Raw if he goes to Raw. If he goes NXT, shot the NXT getting that injection of greatness, but. Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. One of the best on-air SmackDown matches ever. One of. Keyword one of. I didn't, but it's up there. It's up there. If we was to do like all-time SmackDown TV matches, it would definitely be in my top five. Good, great match. Debut of Roman Reigns theme song. They gave my nigga final boss music, G. Like my man's meals on Twitter said, they gave that man the final boss package, G. 
he's not losing his belt anytime soon. <laughs> At all. You don't get the Sephiroth theme song and think you about to beat this nigga. Anytime soon. But, um, so shout out to uh, Roman's new theme song. I rocks with it. Um, then, like, they had a really great match. Really great match. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting him to fit, choke him out. But if we get Roman chokeouts more often, especially as final finishes to feuds, I'm here for it. I'm definitely Somebody here for it. Cool ass storyline of they won't do no more uh, drafts. It will literally be Roman Reigns sending niggas to Raw. So everybody he go against is gonna fucking raw. They have to. The only reason like they don't uh they did a draft is to bring new talent to SmackDown because Roman Reigns cleared house. He literally did like, like the nigga like the fiend Braun sent them niggas home. He kept Jay. You... Fiend ran because Roman ain't gonna put him over. Yeah. Roman did Roman even beat the fiend? He didn't necessarily pin him. Well, a threat match, right? Yeah. He didn't pin him. He beat his ass, but he didn't pin him. He pinned Braun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but um, really great match. Um, I'm cool with the finish. Uh, I'm really yeah, I'm really cool with the finish. I really had much issues with the finish. Uh, Cesaro coming out doing the, uh, the uppercut, the powerful ass uppercuts, and Romans and Jay saying, Nigga, watch what I'm about to do to your homie, G. And Cacerto, that nigga, for no reason. He didn't have to Cacerto him. <laughs> it was just the fact he did it, anyways. <laughs> it was just a necessariness of how epic Roman Reigns is, and the fact that we're probably going to get, probably to say this is going to be a better heel run than Triple H, heel run of Doom. Might be disrespectful at this point. It's still early, but what I'm getting is like, gee, it, it's grand TV every week, and I'm here for it. I'm definitely here for it, and I just can't wait till Jimmy comes back because I think it just adds another dimension to the fact, like, okay, yeah, Jay can pull up anytime he wants, but it's even more when you got two niggas super kicking you all the time. I can't wait for that. So. But yeah, um, your thoughts. The GOAT. The GOAT. What, what more can I say? The GOAT. Like, how do you beat it? Like, name, name, a, name, like Becky? Probably have a, a somewhat run as this. And that's because the fans were so much behind her. Um, you know, come hard to come close to it. Now, when you think of Becky, you think of like probably Daniel Bryan yes movement. Yeah. Of just good ass run. And the thing about this, that was a run in order for them to get the title. Roman's run is with is with like him with the fucking title, dog. Yeah. And I think you know it's saying? been like, a minute since we had a memorable title run from somebody. 
Yeah, that and just like a crazy dominant champion. Yeah. That that like, isn't Brock Lesnar. Crazy. So I think dominance get overstated now in terms of just winning. Like mm-hmm. I think it's the way you win. Like when Brock Brock wins, yeah, he wins dominantly, but like it's like that's like Brock matches, right? Roman yeah. Roman like a lot of his matches were due to just selling. Um, a lot of his, like, his great matches was because he's a great seller. Hit those power moves, but he was a great seller. This time, it's just, like, dominant wins. Like, choking Daniel Bryan out. They hit him with a Cachetto afterwards. Just like, because. Just because. Come on, before that, who who he mopped before that? Edge? Who he mopped before Edge? D. Bryan? It was Daniel Bryan again. Uh... Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens? He got pushed him back to the mid card. Made his cousin look stupid. Like, that's <laughs> good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yep. And now now more than likely we're about to get to Cesaro versus it. I'm I'm a laugh because I know he's really, really gonna continue to son Cesaro and mm-hmm. and pisses off the internet people i love cesaro by the way but it just it's funny just seeing the internet niggas just get mad because they're like he's burying cesaro i'm like nigga storytelling and this is one of the few times where storytelling is very successful because yeah he's going to not he's going to sit there and be like yeah i don't give a fuck about this nigga cesaro he really don't yeah he beat seth but beating Seth ain't shit to him, which is hilarious. Very hilarious. Like, he doesn't honor that. <laughs> he probably ain't going to honor again this upcoming week, but it's all hilarious. Yeah. But we're going to get that match come Backlash. Also, whoever decides to call Backlash, WrestleMania Backlash, please lose your job. I don't like it, but the honor... Hold on, I can't hear you, bro. You breaking up? Hey, nigga. Yeah, I can't hear you now. You good, bro? My nigga, the way you looked, you was—I thought you was spaced. I'm like, damn, Chris has just deprogrammed. What the fuck just happened to him? <laughs> I saw the guy. Yo, I was like. I'm like, damn, bro. All right. Um, but no, WrestleMania backlash. I like it because it, it gives you, like, the backlash of WrestleMania. It gives you a reason to run rematches the whole entire time. So, I don't give a, I don't, I don't mind a name like that. Um, I know it's corny, but WWE is corny, so. Yeah. Wrestling's corny. Yeah, Nothing more you can expect from it. But, yeah, so, shout out to Roman Reigns doing his stuff. Dizzle G, I'm all for it. Um, keep carrying the show. The brand in itself. Um, looking forward to everything. Nothing else really major going on on WWE side of things right now. Uh, Shout out to Mark Henry losing 80 pounds. I'm hoping he don't think he's about to get an uh, in-ring comeback. But I would also like to see Mark Henry versus Bobby Lashley one time for the fun time. Doubt it happens, though. But shout out to uh, Mark Henry for d- losing all that weight because he's in really great shape. Man, Cam, we should know by now that the PS5 version of Funimation is ass. 
<laughs> like, damn. But uh, last piece of wrestling thing I want to talk about is just the fact that AEW has sunned Impact out of their uh, their main title and get nothing out of it. Uh, shout out to them. <laughs> so, you let uh, you, Impact, the fact that you let them really just sit there and say, we don't honor none of your wrestlers. We don't honor nobody but the good brothers. Said, hey, fuck that nigga Rich Swan," and let Kenny Omega come in on y'all pay-per-view and beat his ass, take the belt, and now him and Moose is sitting there arguing over, like, whose fault it is. AEW, I respect that, G. No, I, I definitely respect the AEW side of it. You G-checked them niggas. Yeah, like, you G-checked them. You, you let the little brother G-check you, and it's hilarious. So, more than likely, we'll see what goes on next in regards to uh, how Impact's going to get their belt back, even though they still technically have the TNA World Heavyweight title. But the Impact belt is the main belt, so we'll see where that goes. But AEW, I respect what y'all did. Impact, you got to hold that L, and fuck y'all for letting a black man get embarrassed like that. So it is what it is. But um, Slammiversary's coming up, so and after major WWE cuts, they continue to tease, oh, we might be bringing back these people. So, we'll see where things go in regards to that. Um, So, that's it for wrestling side of things. Let's go ahead and go to the NBA. I want to say one thing about stuff. Oh, go ahead. Um, Jericho came on a podcast not too long ago. I mean, literally not too long ago and said that you know, this is, you know, basically, basically, he was saying how this benefits AEW more than it benefits them. And it's, it's, you know, he's saying that, oh, yeah, we're giving him the rub. We're giving him the rub and stuff like that. But in actuality, it's just, um, uh, hold on, pause, so I can move it back. In actuality, it's just them reaping the benefits. So it was basically using uh, Impact as a second show. Um, and the funny thing is, bro, he's like, you'll never catch Jericho on Impact. You'll never catch Jericho in Nashville wrestling. I was like, damn. I don't even know if he was speaking heel at that point, but shit. You said what? I don't even know if he was speaking heel at that point, but shit. Mm. But yeah, Jericho was uh was wilding. Big wilding. But it is what it is. Thank you can do. But uh so that's it on the wrestling side of things. Uh we've I know the Brian Pillman episode of Dark Side of the Wink Ring is up. Have yet to watch it. I have yet to watch any of those uh A and E documentaries yet either. So I watch them when I watch them. We'll give you guys our takes on whichever one. Probably will watch Booker T's because I like hearing Booker T talk and I like his perspective on things sometimes. Keywords sometimes. So it is what it is. But I don't give a fuck about no Roddy Piper. I don't give a fuck about Bret Hart, honestly. Stone Cold, what is there we don't know at this point? <laughs> so, like, whatever. So, uh, but yeah, so let's go ahead and go to the NBA side of things. Uh, 
let's just go ahead and knock this out now because fuck it. Uh, Lakers are healthy now. LeBron is well healthy. Uh, LeBron is back. AD is back. So the team's hundred uh, percent. Nope, nope. Take that back. Not a hundred percent. Dennis Schroeder is on COVID protocol again for the second time this season. Get your fucking vaccination, nigga. So with that being said, they're not hundred percent now, but maybe it's for the greater good because it forces LeBron to actually be like, all right, I got to step up. But the Lakers have lost two in a row since LeBron came back. Uh, I don't, I think they lost they last four out of they last five. If I recall correctly, so I'll double check that. But I might be—I believe they only won one one game out of their last five tonight. As we record, they played Nuggets, so that's a potential L in itself. Might not either. Who knows? But thoughts on the Lakers? Brian not playing. Brian not playing. That's a guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's checkmate, bro. Like, don't laugh. <laughs> so, with that being said, might be LLS AD literally steps up and be like, I right, do my thing. Don't say playing like an MVP. And jo- Jokic and is playing like, a goddamn playing like a MVP. Jokic is playing like a goddamn and Michael MVP. Michael Porter Jr. is playing like a Michael Porter Jr. MVP is also second playing. option. No cap. Yeah, and Michael Porter Jr. is playing like how I said that he should be playing uh, this season, if you go back to previous episodes for the offseason, I think I said the Nuggets will be a lot more scarier if Michael Porter Jr. is number two or number one scoring option. Scary sight. Jamal Murray injury might be a blessing in disguise. You said what? I said real scary. Yeah, so... Um. It might be an L tonight. Who knows? Uh, hopefully, AD steps up. But um, just your thoughts on what's going on with the Lakers right now. Because <laughs> I'm going to say this. Lakers tour is overreacting hard as hell. Somebody literally on Facebook said yeah. the Lakers are going to miss the playoffs. And I was like, okay, you niggas is tweaking hard as hell right now. Hard. Like, tweaking hard if you think the Lakers are going to miss the playoffs. And then LeBron said the playing game's bullshit. So your thoughts on everything going on with the Lakers? Well, they pulled up the receipts on LeBron. I, I, then they got to realize that people literally write his words down and put them on a computer screen just for him to over, you know. Like, you know, they run back the words on LeBron talking about the playing tournament ass and shit like that. And even yeah. though he said there should be a playing tournament last year. Yeah, that's what your ass would be one seed in the West, sir. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Now you know how I feel if you remember having to play your ass off for a first round exit. Um, but no. Um, personally, uh, for me, um, I don't. I'm not worried about the Lakers. I'm not as confident as I was mm-hmm. when the season started. The whole thing. Now I think that it's it's really is a chance for the Clippers to actually go to a Western Conference Finals without beating the Lakers. Um, 
I think there's a good possibility that a team like I think the only teams that could beat the Lakers are the Clippers and the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets has a good chance in terms of just having depth and the the, the Lakers have yet to prove that they can guard two wings that the that the Clippers have. Have yet to prove that. I know AD is a thing and I know Bron has guarded Kawhi officially. But now with Rondo being able to be on the court with them and also being able to strategize against the Lakers better since he was their fucking teammate. There's a good chance that the Clippers can escape. I mean, can't beat the Lakers. They didn't even escape. I wouldn't be surprised if the, the Clippers are favorites in the series. Um, But, you know, now, but now in terms of, like, it opens up and make the playoffs less predictable, even though I still think it's the next chip to win because even if they lose a game, they lose the games by a small amount of points, and this is without one of the best scorers of all time, James Harden. So, um, but with the Lakers, I enjoy um, – well, I'm going to say this thing. I enjoy, I, I, I enjoy seeing the struggles because they make them look human, but mm-hmm. they need to hurry up. And the seventh seed is probably the worst seed you can be because that means you go against the Clippers in the first round. No, you don't want that. It's not the Clippers. At all. You're seeing the Jazz, right? Right now it's the Jazz. Oh, yeah, because um, the Suns, bro, that's such an easy. If Curry actually playing in for the AFC, RP to the Suns, dog. RIP to the Suns, G. That's such an easy win. I know they playing good because because Paul – that's such an easy win. Them young boys don't know what they're doing, bro. Them young boys don't know what they're doing. So, um, like I was saying, um, yeah. yeah it's I just hope they don't play the Clippers in the first round. You know, I think that would be a fun first round series. But I agree. I'm, I agree with you because I was thinking about this uh, this morning. I'm like, I'm not really as confident. But at the same time, it's one thing I know. If LeBron's at a lower seed, the chances of him going to the finals is a lot higher. <laughs> like, when he's the number one seed. Like, in fact, I think last year was the second time, either the first or second time, he was the number one seed and won the finals. Second time, I believe. Was well, honestly, it's ba- balanced either way. But each time he's the second seed, if he's lower his chances of going to the finals is still high. They don't make a difference. If anything, they look more dominant, which is the hilarious part. But I'm not as confident because literally for one, the West is a war zone uh, from top to bottom. Like, you're not going to – I don't think they're going to skate through like they did last year. Even then, they probably still can once things get all together. Because the main thing is – you really wanted AD and LeBron to get some rest going in. You you kept them out longer to get rest. For LeBron-wise, it's more like you just want to make sure that ankle's as good as possible. AD, you just want him to get confidence in his leg. And I think he's slowly gaining confidence. It's just even before AD got hurt, his offensive game was not that the most consistent this year either. Defensive, he was probably his best. But so first round, 
right, look, okay. If they if the playoffs started today, my bad. Playoffs start today. First round is the Nuggets. That's probably a loss. That's probably a first round exit for Brian. I'm just gonna keep it real, optimistic. That's probably a first round exit. Reason being chemistry. Lakers ain't got shit ton of chemistry. You playing with Joe Tick at a hundred percent chemistry with his team right now. Even with Murray gone. They playing better um, without him. If they're able to, because Dallas is tied with them. If they're able to get to that fifth seed, then the first round is against. Would that be the Clippers? That's the Clippers. So I you want to you probably want to drop down to eight to knock the Suns out. Honestly, you ain't trying to drop that much. For them to drop that much, that means you just said fuck the rest of the season. Even I don't think that's possible. It's only nine games left, I think. Even still, once again, that means you're also hoping. Because this is the thing. People were expecting the, the Lakers to fall to seven, eighth seed when LeBron and AD was out. They remained five and six most of that time well, frame. You go seven, take the Jazz out? I believe they can take the Jazz out. Yes, I, I believe, believe that, hard. but I'm still – look, if the fact that they – it's the thing. People were already expecting to fall further than they already at now. They still, honestly, is still good positioning. But this is my point. For them to fall, that would mean Memphis has to actually lose games. Portland, even though Portland is probably the most inconsistent team right now, both those teams are super goddamn inconsistent. I don't think they're going to lose games at the rate that they should for that to happen. Even then, I don't think the Lakers would do that. I don't think honestly, I don't think LeBron has too much pride to do something like that either. Like it's just as a roster, they're too good for that to really go like that. That's just me. Like and even then like Yes, the Nuggets is playing like out of their goddamn mind. But I think they could, if it goes seven, I don't believe an inexperienced, still a kind of young Michael Porter Jr. to send home LeBron and AD. That's just me. That's just me. Because I think that series would definitely go seven. It will probably be the best thing to happen for the Lakers because they'll wake their ass up <laughs> if they were to see the Nuggets. Or the Clippers in the first round. It'll probably be the best thing. Wake the fuck up. So by the second round come, you see the Jazz or the Suns. And it's like, God bless. Thank you for your time. We're going to smack that ass because y'all have no business being here. It's like Roman Reigns. You aren't supposed to be here. Exactly. So even though I think I have I have more confidence in the Suns than I do, I do the Jazz. Because come playoff time, you're not about to go... 50% from the three-point line like you've been doing everybody else. That's just me being logical. Offensively, they're not going to be that dominant. Fucked up thing is, in each series, I mean, in each conference, there's not a team who can lose a game and be confident in their season right now. Yeah. Brooklyn is one – Brooklyn is fucking one game behind Philly. Philly. No, Philly – yeah, yeah, Philly got yeah, – The Bucks yeah. is one game behind Brooklyn. Like, this shit is wild, bro. Yeah, It's kind of pedestrian under that. But those three teams right there. And then, if you are a Boston, you try your best not to fucking see Brooklyn in the first round. 
What are they doing? You try your damnedest not to see Brooklyn in the first round. That's and the fucked up part is Jason Tatum's playing out of his motherfucking mind. And it's like, gee, you look and be like, dang, they the seven C G It's like but even then, I would sit there and say that's that would be a fun six game series because once again, they're like and like I hate the Celtics. I hate the organization. I just like this Celtics team has a lot of players I like. But construction wise on paper, they should keyword should match up well with the Nets in the sense of you have look, there's no such thing as stopping KD. <laughs> there's, there's nothing called stopping KD. And I was telling somebody this. You can contain Kyrie and James Harden. James Harden has to prove to me he can do what he's been doing come playoff time. Still. And he's coming off a hamstring. Going to be coming off a hamstring. So you telling me that he has to see Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown guarding him. Marcus Smart's going to make that hamstring scream. And or... Kyrie, or literally, God forbid, this playoff series happens around Juneteenth, Kyrie might not play. Fuck up. Fuck. So, you, look, if the series happens, look, it's, it's, this is any playoff series. God forbid it's a game seven on Juneteenth. You think Kyrie playing? <laughs> Give me real. <laughs> I don't want to go to work on Juneteenth. I want to fire up the grill on Juneteenth. I probably am going to call off on Juneteenth. Fuck y'all. So, <laughs> but, just throwing it out there. But, I, like, the net, like, even then, like, the Nets ain't going to, that's not an easy series because unless Jason Tatum just plays out of his mind because he still is looking like light-skinned Kobe out here. Um, honestly, whoever gets the first seed, They gotta sweep. Look, <laughs> unless you get the Wizards, you think you're the probably Wizards, sweeping. You think the Wizards overcoming the Hornets? My nigga, Wizards make AC. I need Westbrook to be three and fucking MVP voter. That team was ass before he came back for injury. They were absolute ass. They I don't care was. what the fuck Bradley Bill was doing on the scoring tip. I wasn't winning them no damn games. He was just posing for fucking Bleacher Report. Definitely was. Like, I need that. I know we talk a lot about MVP voters, who names should be there or not. But God damn it, he just had another 2020 fucking game. Definitely oh, did. I want to hear it. Definitely did. But the reason I will in the play in tournament scenario, I'm more confident in the in the fact that okay, Bradley Bill has playoff experience. It may not be the best, but he has playoff experience. Westbrook has seen the finals. He knows what it takes. He just had unfortunate circumstances of seeing James Harden with a better team than him beat his ass. Paul George get gained by Damian Lillard. And that, what was it was something else. I, I can't, it was whatever the Yo, third reason. got locked down by the Jazz. Yeah, and getting locked. Oh, yeah, and Paul George getting locked down. So Paul George is the reason for two of those times. So Paul George getting locked up by Joe Ingles. Hooped up by Joe Ingles. 
then Dane sending and then Dane waving them bye bye. And then James Harden whooping your ass, and James Harden just had the way better team. So, but other than that, like Russ has decent playoff success. That's two veterans who literally can push the envelope against either a Pacers. Who I'm not really scared of because I don't I don't know where Malcolm Brockton is right now. Even though they did beat OKC ass for like 75 points, that was a disgusting game. Shout out to whoever made bets on that game because, gee, if you made a bet that Sabonis was getting a triple-double, respect to you. But um, And as much as I love the Hornets, Miles Bridges and LaMelo coming off a bad wrist who are inexperienced, I don't see them beating a motivated Westbrook to make the playoffs. So even if, like, the Wizards don't make the playoffs, like, if whoever got number one seed, that's a sweep. If I'm Philly, Nets, I'm sweeping uh, the Hornets. I'm sweeping the Pacers. But if if I see the Wizard, okay, I want the Wizards versus Brooklyn in the first round. Give me that. Give me that. I would like to see that. For, uh, even though it would be a five-game sweep, but to see Russ go out of his mind for one game would be very fun. Yeah. But yeah, but like seeding wise, it's really chaotic. The West is a is a war zone in every round you get. In the East, once you get past that, the first round should be sweeps for everybody. Ish, no, well, except that four or five seed. That four or five seed might be a fun series, because you either get the Knicks, or the Hawks, or the Knicks versus the Heat. That'd be a fun ass series, either one. Somebody saying the Hawks getting the fucking out the first round. I don't, I don't know. I don't watch too many Hawks games, but the I Hawks. just found a black coach that just brings the extra oof to your team. Well, they had a black coach beforehand. It's just Nick McMillan's a way better coach. No, I'm just saying, you know, firing a black coach is a oof. oh. <laughs> I, oh, I'm reminded again that Nick McMillan is black. It's fucked up. That name, bro. If his name was Nathaniel McMillan, would you think he was black? Of course. Damn, it's fucked up. But the fact that you... <laughs> but yeah, but... Seeding-wise, like, it's a lot of fun potential matchups. Some of the seeding wars is really interesting. The East is really interesting because it's really tight. Um. Then in the West, like we already said with the Lakers, like... Honestly... The easiest road is probably if they can stay at six. If they get to six, if they say it, no, if they get to five, your toughest game is probably going to be, your toughest series is going to be your first round series. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to see the Clippers or the Nuggets either or because they're technically half a game apart. Next round, you're probably going to see the Suns or the Jazz. You're, they, I believe they will beat their ass. Either or. Mm-hmm. If you're the Lakers. But the West is really going to be up, like very fun. Because like, it's, like you said, if Steph sees the Suns 
or the Jazz. I believe Steph can take it to seven. I believe he can take it to seven. I don't believe in Ja. I don't. I'm sorry. I still I don't believe, believe in Ja. I don't believe in his team. I don't believe in Ja. <laughs> Especially I believe Ja is a player. He's really underrated that his team been in the playoffs more than well established team. Like Ja got his team in the playoffs, mind you, while Steph barely can get in the play in game. Let's keep a buck. You're right. Let's keep a buck. That's that, that's not like a, oh yeah, you know, they got a better team. No the fuck they don't. But I'm giving more credit that I believe the Grizzlies have a way better constructed team. Okay, in a sense of way, okay, Ja Valachunez, folks just came back. Dylan Brooks is really good. Dylan Brooks has been really okay, good all but fucking season. Like we 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 throwing Dylan Brooks over fucking Wiggins and Kelly Oubre. Yes, <laughs> I'm not about to go there. That's like comparing fucking come on a green apple and a red apple, bro. <laughs> Gee, like, what ha- saying, G- Kelly Oubre is hurt right now. Kelly Oubre is hurt right now. G. I agree. If Kelly Oubre had a system that that was benefited him as a player better than whatever the fuck Steve Kerr drawing up, then I, you know, then I go. I don't know about Wiggins. Wiggins to be hot and cold, but defensively, I'd probably take Wiggins. Uh, but again, like, bro, die better than fucking Curry. Look, man, they. I feel like they have a better constructed team. Niggas know they rolls. Niggas hoop. Niggas play both Niggas sides play on, the, on the Grizzlies. The Niggas Warriors can't consider. Steph Curry has to literally play out his rabbit ass mind for them to have chances, G. Yeah, you be like that. Like, even when Ja has 10 points and maybe barely 8 assists, the Grizzlies probably still win those games a lot of times because somebody else steps up. Like, I think they have over six dudes over double figures on their team. One of them being Grayson fucking Allen. He carried my fantasy basketball team when AD was dead. Didn't make the playoffs, but he carried my team at one point. So, (laughs) they got hoopers on that team. I like a lot of players on that team compared to goddamn the Warriors because Draymond is inconsistent. We don't know what we're getting out of Wiggins. And I don't know what's wrong with Kelly Oubre. And Kent Bazemore is fucking starting. And also, James Wiseman's hurt. And Steve Kerr probably destroyed the man's, the kid's confidence. <laughs> so it's just like, roster-wise, I think the Grizzlies have a better roster than we give them credit for. I am going to give Jai's credit. Like, yeah, he, he consistently gets them to eighth seed. But... In the play-in situation, I don't think Ja is going to beat fucking Steph Curry to make the playoffs. I don't think he is either. But you got to think it like that. You got to think it like this, bro. When we get Ja all his goddamn credit for, for what he did, bro. He beat a, a, a Popovich team. I don't give a fuck what anybody say. Oh, the Spurs garbage. We got DeMar DeRozan, Rudy Gay, and a bunch of niggas who know they roll with big quotation marks. They should be better than what the fuck they are. I agree. He got a better record than him. He got a better record than Steph Curry, who, if he was a fucking AFC, he'd be MVP. Come on, it's countless of other teams in that Western Conference that you could be like, damn, they low-key better than, you know, you know, and they're not, you know? And so, I, 
it, it will go unnoticed. They will lose in the first round or in a oh, playing yeah. tournament. This is definitely going to happen. But it's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? Real crazy. Yeah, it's a, it's a really fucked up situation. But, um, but yeah, so I want to move on. Uh, the Suns. Now, the Suns are currently number one seed. And one of the biggest arguments right now amongst people is who deserves most of the credit for getting the Suns where they are. We have the Devin Booker fans who are sitting there saying it's not all Chris Paul, Devin Booker has stepped up in moments, but also the fact that Chris Paul has joined this team, even though that the Suns were a, I think, another two games away from, no, they made the playing, no, the playing rules stopped them from. The playing. They went 6-0 in the bubble. In the bubble, but the Blazers still was able to have a better record for them to go in the play-in. Yeah. So, if Dame wasn't aiming to be Mickey Mouse MVP, the Suns probably would have been in the playing game. So, with all that being said, who deserves more credit for the Suns being the number being the number one seed right now? Nigga, Chris Paul. Shouldn't even be a fucking debate. I agree. Yeah, I ain't got a problem with that. It's just hey. I'm just like, hey. Cause I don't even want I for me, I can't even think of a logical reason not to even give Chris Paul's fucking credit. If and this is another example of Prove that even though Chris Paul doesn't always have the playoff success, even though, once again, if his hamstring didn't implode, you would probably have a championship ring. Probably. Maybe. It's a possibility. Who knows? LeBron probably still would have stumped them niggas out. But, um. LeBron takes that. <laughs> hey, no, I don't know, man. People were bringing it up in this, during the Bucks game. That was a really good game if you ain't catching, I understand. But, uh, I, saw, I, I watched uh, the- detailed highlights. <laughs> PJ Tucker took his took, he he played his soul out that 2017 series, bro. He really did, bro. It, it will never be the same for that nigga ever again, G. He got to check off that fucking series, bro. So <laughs> so I don't know. He, he they, they definitely want to push that to six or seven with Braun against Braun. No cap. Uh, but, uh, shit, man. Look, Chris Paul it ain't really debate, nigga. Devin Booker scores. He couldn't even play fucking point when they asked him to. So, well, yeah, he averaged seven assists. Now, no, when he was running point. Oh yeah, because at the point you give a fucking quadruple team, your ass gonna have to pass it. Eventually, somebody gonna get open, but you still lose about forty. So like, you know, here's what it is, man. Like, no, it is what it is. For anybody, anybody who thinks that. Anybody, cap, that's big cap, uh, uh, that's U.S. agent type cap. Um, <laughs> but it is what it is, man. Yeah, like, like of course Devin Booker deserves some credit, some, not all of it. But Chris Paul literally walked in and said, "Look, I'm about to make you niggas work. You niggas gonna." Uh, Play defense, and you niggas not gonna fuck up. And he does that. Niggas gonna sit there and use stats to say, "Well, he can't be MVP," which I understand, especially compared to Jokic, and Joel and even Giannis. But Giannis is literally put the foot off the pedal because he's saving himself for bigger moments, which I understand. 
Put off the put the foot off the pedal. Put the foot off the pedal. I gotta do it again. I gotta do it again. Put the foot off the pedal. Yeah, do it again. This nigga is averaging 28 and 11. <laughs> that ain't the foot off the pedal. There's nowhere there foot off the pedal. This nigga is good. It's just nowhere around it, bro. Well, when I say he took the foot off the pedal, let's put it like this. Let's compare it. Okay, it's like right now he's t- like it's like going eighty on the on the e way, but then you start seeing Chicago PD, so you like know what? Let me just go sixty. I guess, bro. If that's you're still you going want- fast as hell. It still look nice. You just you just saving yourself for once it's safe. You know when when you're supposed to show out. You know. That's Giannis right now. Like as he, that's him. Un, besides last night where he dropped fifty on KD head top, but that's one of those times you gotta wax that ass, like Bow would say. But in ter- if you didn't really have to base it purely off stats, and we're gonna use the Steve Nash uh, logic here, that nigga is doing everything he can to make that team way better. And on top of it, he probably has, based on analytics, you could probably make a case that Chris Paul is probably MVP if you had to factor in win shares, which I was to probably sit down and take time to look up, but I'm not a stat geek and I get pussy. Um, But probably win shares, defensive offensive rating, he's probably top up there, especially for the Suns. But it's just leadership-wise, he turned the culture around of the Suns. Totally around. Now, there is times where Devin Booker has the moments, Snow sending Paul George to God multiple times, uh, some of the game-winning shots, even though I think Chris Paul has a couple of his own. But overall, Chris Paul is the complete reason why that I think the Suns, I think before they traded for Chris Paul, said the Suns are probably going to be an eighth seed. Probably seventh seed. And now Chris Paul literally turned them to the best team in the West, in the best conference. Huge difference. Huge difference because you, you went from probably getting swept in the first round to, hey, we could probably escape the first round depending who we play. And if things go perfectly well and Mugs won't play out there at mine, we might beat the Nuggets, Clippers, or Lakers in the second round. You know, if things go perfectly well, perfectly, keyword. And if things go super perfect, um, then, hey, you see the finals, which I highly doubt what happened, which we're going too far now. But if all that happens, you have to give Chris Paul his credit. Even now, I will give him his credit. I never, I'm not one of the people that hated Chris Paul for absolutely no fucking reason. I'm, I wasn't one of those people. I'm that happy. I said what? remember that was the thing. Hated Chris Paul for no. I don't know what the fuck Chris Paul do to them niggas, bro. Like, like I don't, like I don't get it. Some people just say he has a punchable face, which I understand. But at the same time, like, there's a lot of people with punchable faces. Peyton Manning has a punchable face. I still think he's the second greatest quarterback of all time. So it's like, hey, but, but yeah, point is, Chris Paul deserves his credit. I won't be shocked if he, I won't, like, I wouldn't be mad. If I, if I had MVP votes, he would probably be my number two. 
He'll probably be my number two. Jokic is number one, hands down. He he's he's my MVP. But if if Chris Paul probably was able to average twenty, or he was averaging a smooth double double, I would legit say, okay, that's MVP. Mm-hmm. Solely because based on rules, he has the best team, and plus he literally morphed that team to some to way better pastures than expected. So, like. Chris Paul deserves all this credit. And I know you niggas like seeing, think points is the only stat that matter, but it's a lot deeper than that. A lot more deeper than that. And that's why Steve Nash has two MVPs, and even though one of them he stole from Shaq and another one stole from Kobe, but different story for a different day. (laughs) But that's why he has his two MVPs for what he did when he was with the Suns. He was the most valuable player on that team. And by definition, Chris Paul is the most valuable player on the Suns. Into his team overall. If we had to sit there and put numbers to it. And Jokic will be up there too. So that's just how I view it. Give Chris Paul his credit. Niggas that sit and say he's not a Hall of Famer, shit like that. Hold suck a dick. Hold his nuggets and buy insurance from State Farm. And let that nigga know you sorry. But, yeah. Um, do I got anything else on here? We already kind of talked about Westbrook. We good on that. Um, oh, we really didn't talk about the Bucks and Nets game. I'll let you uh, talk about that since you kind of, like, watch a decent portion Ooh, of the that game. that game was so fucking good. Like, I, I watched the highlights, the- but <laughs> Man. I kind of wish I watched it live. Oh, bro. I was teaching a lesson, and I had I kept I put that joint on mute. KD is a problem, Giannis is a problem. Uh, I did find it funny that Kyrie kept them had the shot to keep him in the game late. Uh, crazy three pointer he hit, crazy. I was like, what the heck, Kyrie? Sometimes God just want that shot to go in for him, even though he believed in Allah more. But like. <laughs> Crazy shot. Uh, but no, KD and Giannis had a head-to-head matchup. I understand why KD didn't guard Giannis one-on-one. You don't kind of want to do that with his type of help. But my nigga, Blake, Green, and Jordan was getting mixed that whole game. <laughs> 18 points in like the third quarter or like 18 or 14 points in the third quarter or some shit like that he was going nuts uh, Chris Middleton is so underrated bro oh. if only he hit threes on a consistent basis for me like he does in real life really good I see him do some really like some, damn nigga I didn't know you had that package no homo but nigga step back I saw him do a little. I'm like, oh, hey, G, okay. Half spin, shit, drive to the paint. I'm like, this thing because Middleton cold somewhat. Um, really good game. If the Bucks had Chris Paul, they win the championship this year. It's no doubt. That's now. I'm I'm keeping it real. Giannis wins the third MVP, and they win the championship this year. Uh, they needed that. They need that. They need a Chris Paul type player to. Not only in in times where in the fourth quarter where necessarily Giannis is most predictable play on the court, 
Um, but you need him to also control the pace of the game. A lot of times, we do it on 2K, Yannick half big, half, half back dive to the fucking paint. And it is what it is. Half, you know, it's really unstoppable. Nigga almost half 50 because of it. Uh, but, you know, it gets predictable. In the playoff series, they lost half. Every time he had back dab, Kawhi and Serge Ibaka was right there. Right there. So, Bam, like last year, Bam and Jimmy, right there. Bam and Jimmy, right there. So, uh, definitely. Who coming out on Raw right now? Uh, damn, they still don't interest us. God damn. Uh, Braun Strowman coming out. Uh, him, and Bob, him and Bobby about to have a one on one? Yes. Yeah, I want to take that shit off. Um, but. I think the game tells a lot. Now, playoff series, I don't know if this go to seven. Shit. Probably go to five. Either team. Uh, I will say this right now. If the if the the the, the if Brooklyn the way Brooklyn set up in terms that I would think in a playoff series, I if they don't cruise to the competition, they lose. Because Brooklyn is a team that has, other than KD, is a team that you that everybody on the everybody on the team has to be hot. Because um, KD KD is going to make a shot over anybody, right? And then you know Harden is going to be able to make his shots, and Kyrie going to be able to make his shots. But it all depends on role players at the end of the day, in terms of like getting you to that that moment in which KD can take over. You got to rely on Joe Harris making his shots. You gotta rely on Landry Shaman making it up. Landry Shaman ain't gonna have ain't gonna average sixteen in a playoff series. Shit just not gonna happen. Joe Harris maybe give him the benefit of the doubt because I rock with Joe. Blake plays really good as the muscle or the the, the scavenger type player. You know, jumping for dead balls, taking fouls, shit like that. It's going to hurt even more in the playoffs. He won't. If your biggest, because I saw niggas on Twitter talking about Claston, if this is a playoff series, Claston hold down Giannis. Who? Oh, because your ass tweaking. Your ass tweaking. You tripping. Get the fuck off my phone. Look, man. Claston is a respect. Respect, I don't even say, yeah. he's a center. <laughs> but if you think that nigga is going to hold Giannis to anything but the fact that Giannis is going to give him six fouls by the middle of the second quarter, you're doing good dope. Yeah. Yeah. You... Guarding Giannis is not just a, that's one, it's a two man job. But if you're going to guard Giannis by yourself, the amount of strength you got to fucking have to not get fucking back down inside of a fucking rim to stop Giannis, man. Watching a Giannis highlight on Twitter, they had, um, did I bookmark it? Oh my fucking God, bro. The song that played for Giannis, dog, in this Twitter. Who the fuck? Is Urkel got a spaces? Let me see. Urkel do got a spaces. 
the fucking warrior spaces. I'm not about to dip my head in that shit. Um, I'm trying to find a person who retweeted that shit. That's why I tell you to retweet shit, G. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Did I like it? I don't know if I liked it. It, but it's a person who tweets regularly. I just don't know their fucking name. <sighs> Shit. It was so fucking funny. Uh, but yeah, man. Like, in all honesty, bro, keeping 100% with it. Uh, I found it. Keep it 100% niggas, bro. Yeah, the Game Boy? That sounded like a Game Boy just going off right there. Uh, t- hold on, somebody texted me, and that was the uh, what you call it? Hold on, I think I found this shit. Huh? Come on, man! God damn it! It's only so many times you can retweet some bad hoes. Okay, here we go. This is the shit. This is the Giannis highlight. The song to the Giannis highlight. Yo, why they got Brett fired? Bro. This shit had me crying. Bro. Yo, why they got Brett fired? Bro. And the highlight was fucking fire, dog. But no, Giannis is really, look. Last year I was slandering. This year I'm standing. Uh, Giannis, that nigga, bro. I I honestly think crucify me if you want to, but in no particular order, Brian, Katie, Giannis, and then the rest of the league, bro. The nigga, not even the MVP voting, 28, 11, and 5. Casually. Like I said, he took the wheels off. He, he, He slowed. He went from 80 miles to like 660, man. Then you're going to go back to 80 come playoff time. Like, he, he must have had a talk with LeBron, G, because it's, it's called, like, look, man, you are bigger than the regular season right now. You got your MVPs. Your goal now is finals. So it's like, take the gas off a little bit. 28, you like, yeah, you don't, like, you get 28, yeah, but that's 28 to win. You don't need, like, you don't need 30, 31 like you used to. No. Get that twenty eight, yeah. You 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 keep you're you're one of the better rebounders in the league. Get your rebounds because it helps the team. You're one of the better playmakers on your team. Get your five assists. Could be seven, but he's like, hey, you got Drew Holiday. Trust in Drew Holiday. Let him cook. So that's why I said like, look from eighty to sixty. Trust your teammates a little bit more. Get them confident, you know. But in a series, because this is the funny thing about a Nets. And Bucks series, I think, I think that's the more fun series, premier series in the East. As much as I think Philly can or should give the Nets a run for their money, the Bucks are constructed perfectly because you have a guy who can go bucket the bucket with KD no matter what, because. Ain't nobody on the fucking net stopping Giannis at all. 
No. Nothing yet. That, that's why, like, the Lakers series is so favorable for them against the Nets is just because that paint defense is shit, dog. It really is. You know, it's so bad that LaMarcus Aldridge couldn't, you know, continue because he would have helped out a lot. I ain't saying LaMarcus Aldridge is a good defender, but another body is another fucking body. Exactly. Um, and for some reason, right. if he, when he sees AD, he goes back to, like, it's the Blazers' time. <laughs> and, that was, and that was a scary moment. Hey, if, if Lamarcus Aldridge stayed, Dane will probably have a conference of uh, being seen the finals before, but um, but yeah, like I, the buck, like the more I watch the Bucks and take them serious, I think they can actually beat the Nets. I'm more confident in them beating the Nets than Philly. Philly, I feel like can play good defense and limit everybody. But in terms of, hey, let KD do whatever the fuck he want because you got somebody who could do what the hell he want. And if if matchups allow, Giannis is more likely to catch KD and put him in foul trouble than KD putting Giannis in foul trouble, if you know what I mean. Because it's going to be a moment where it's just like, I don't know why, but KD is in the paint with Giannis and Giannis like give me the fucking ball and do some work then but also Drew Holiday PJ Tucker can do can help contain he's gonna get mixed but he can help contain the key word here I ain't gonna it's look there's no necessary way of stopping Kyrie and James Harden but the goal was we have Drew Holiday Somebody's probably going to get locked up a game or two. But you can contain them. They may drop 25, but let them be. Let them drop 25 while shooting 35%. Because those, they're just chucking up shots that could be Joe Harris's shots. Those could be Blake Griffin uh, driving cuts type situations that they're taking away because they just. They they, they they feel like, hey, look, my shot ain't going in. I ain't for some bad shots. Because this is the, like, the best way to really limit the Nets. Because they're going to, come playoff time, they're going to play isolation to hell. If you could force them to be isolation to hell, KD, best isolation player in the league. I don't, literally, because he can get his shot no matter what. Kyrie's probably second. Second in terms of just second because he can just cook up some bullshit and it works. And then Harden is just, it's Harden. But with them two, you could force them to take bad shots. And that's all you want them to do is take bad shots. Because their bad shots are could be good shots that somebody else can be trying to shoot. Because they're wide the fuck open. So... The Bucks kind of have the team to do that. And you got they kinda... somebody they ain't gonna analyze like you is. But if 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 KD take ten shots in front of Giannis, Giannis blocking two of them, guaranteed. Ten shots with Giannis, one of them contesting, he blocking two. Now the other ain't going in without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt, the other ain't going in. But he blocking two. Yeah, we blocking, blocking the shit out of him. <laughs> He's also going to make the other eight. And it's like, well, what, what? 
What can you do? Look, Kenny jumper is probably the hardest jumper to block. He blocked one last. He, I believe he he got two blocks that game, and one of them was definitely on KD. Uh, even Divincio stripped KD. It's all about playing smart defense when it comes to playing KD, Kyrie, Harden especially. It's just about smart defense. They're going to get their shots. You can't shoot over KD. I mean, you can't block KD's shot. He's going to shoot over you. His, 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 his package, no homo, is just too lethal. It's just the way it is. But if you do play smart defense, Realizing, like, yo, they play a lot of iso ball. Try to get some behind them, you know, steals from behind them and shit like that. Play aggressive. That's one thing PJ Tucker was doing. Got a fucking foul trouble, but played aggressive to KD enough. And all your games is going to be close because you can't, they, you, you're going to be able to keep score with them because of Giannis. So in crunch time, you have to play your hardest defense. They did a good job with it last night. Uh, Drew gonna get Kyrie problems. But yeah. as much as anybody can get Kyrie problems, you know what I'm saying? That A lot of that depends on Kyrie's health coming to play all time, but I think he'll be good. Um, and also, if if we're how close we are to Juneteenth. What you say? And how close we are to Juneteenth. Now, another team that's gonna hinder the, the Nets from looking at that game is the Miami Heat. Now, the Miami Heat has a really good defensive of the year candidate in my nigga Bam. So Bam's gonna and Bam can eat. I don't I think if the Miami Heat goes against them in the finals, I mean not in the finals, in a series, they will look more human than they already do now. I still think they win in six. The Nets win in six, but they definitely look more human. My main concern with the Heat, I don't like as much scoring potential scoring talent that they have. That team plays ridiculously slow basketball. Needed though, I think that's needed with the Nets. Yeah, yeah, which is 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 needed. But Jesus Christ, it's like when you play that level of slow basketball because you kind of saw it, like when. Like, if your shots ain't going in, the other team going to run you off the gym. That's what the Lakers did. In the games that they Lakers, like, outright whooped their ass, we saw in the final game, which, what was that, game five or game six, I don't remember, or the uh, one of the earlier games in that series. If, the, if they not dragging that shit out, they literally will get their ass smoked. And that's my problem. So, with the Lakers, I think with the Lakers series in that situation in which they was getting ran through, is I think that lends to more of the strength that the Lakers have. Like, that was a strong-ass team. There yeah. was times when they brought Dwight out, Catavius, Caldwell, Pope, AD, LeBron, and Caruso. Like, they running fucking through you. That's a strong-ass team. You got Rondo. You get them are strong fucking players. Yeah. Um, Brooklyn ain't that. They ain't got no nigga who gonna go in and fucking like that. Hardy gonna finesse you. Kyrie gonna finesse you. KD gonna fucking destroy you. But they not gonna. They not the main. The main, and I mean main. Um, 
point in the Nets losing is if you can make the miss, which is easier said than done. But if you can stay on pace with them, but also have them every shot that they're going to take. I do not know how that match started out of nowhere like that. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell just happened? (laughs) Every shot that, 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 um, that that Katie take, Kyrie take, every shot is going to be a shot that's contested. I know playing one on one is horrible, but you kind of got to play it like how you play off ball on 2K. You know who got the ball. You guarded this random nigga right here. You guarded Joe Harris. This you, this Joe Harris. You facing KD, but you just making sure the ball don't come to Joe Harris. And then when they need help, you go. But you always stand on your heart. Like that's how you need to fucking play. That's how. That's how you play. Like how I play on two K. I'm not on guard. You're not about to get a foul on me. I'm about to watch you do all this shit. Let the computer lock you down. And then when the computer done locking you down, and you so how from the computer, I'm gonna come in and try my best. They're gonna leave me to some blocks. They're gonna leave me to some contests and things of that nature. But I'm gonna do what I have to do. Like a lot of people saying, they perimeter shooting is gonna take them off the shot. These are other than KD. Kyrie and 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 Harden are not like uber consistent three point shooters. Now I'm gonna shoot you up. Harden would give you a night in which you look fucking stupid, and and then there will be times when um, Kyrie can hit them holes. But this ain't no splash brother situation where if you leave KD, I mean if you leave Clay and Curry open, your ass is grass. Like, they miss fucking shots a lot. They miss open shots a lot. So, it is what it is. And then you can't let them get in the groove. The thing that other teams didn't do, that's, you know, in terms of stopping the Lakers last year, they just let the Lakers fucking bully them. Like, okay, Braun, ain't no way. Braun fucking 36 in basketball years. Ain't no way this nigga bullying you. But that's the thing about how the Lakers is built. I know. They're bigger than everybody else. They're sure. one of the, they're one of the few teams that can throw out a lineup where all the big niggas are ver- like the perfect lineup for the Lakers. Regardless, is still AD at center, LeBron at the four. Technically, technically, Kuzma, KCP, and Caruso. And now you can honestly put Cal. Talon Horton Tucker in there too. Whereas everybody on that court is six four and up and in muscle and strong. What? Give me um Ben. Ben McLemore. Like no cap. But that's ex- but like, like I said, you can so the Lakers is one of the few teams in the league where they can legit throw out a lineup where everybody is six four and up. Not a lot of teams can do that. That's why like even though a lot of people are saying, well, they're gonna have problems against guards. When them guards is six two and they gotta see and I, last year in the playoffs really proved to me that Caruso was six foot five because I'm like damn he tall as shit. Well I'm like, oh, they are really have big guards, and they got perimeter. I mean, basket protection. You can't just go up there and do what the fuck you want, cause you gotta muscle through one nigga. That's why Jamal Murray got gassed eventually throughout that series. 
and then you got to see AD, Dwight Howard, JaVale in the paint. And that's how the Lakers are still constructed come playoff time because even if a series gets longer, you still got to see a bunch of big, strong niggas. Because even though they're not as athletic and bouncy as last year in, in the uh, front court, Montrez is going to is pure hustle and grit. Marcus All is pure Spaniard uh, grit and intelligence of how to be a perfect big man. And Drummond is just big as shit. And AD is AD. And LeBron is fucking LeBron. So, like, that's still a heavy front court to deal with. So, the funny thing is, with the Drummond shit, and we should have talked about the Lakers, I'm not looking at Drummond as being the hindrance. It's more as as other people is. I think a lot of teams are going to be surprised when Mark Gasol get them, them fucking minutes and the Lakers play extremely well because of it. Because, honestly, the Lakers is probably playing it smart. Let Mark Gasol sit his white ass down. Relax. Because if, if I, this is my thing. Because I think Lake fans is overreacting in terms of, like, Marcus Gasol getting DMPs and shit. I'm like, look, Marcus Gasol has played most of his best basketball with the goddamn Grizzlies of the grit and grind era. He is old. He's not like Paul, whereas he was very cute and finesse. He was the physical brother. So his body has age. Let him get his rest. Because when he plays, he play, He knows what to do. Let him get his DMPs. Because, shit, he's he's old. It's dirt. Yeah, I don't think people realize how old Mark Gasol is. Yeah, like, he's old. So, like... He was in the league before fucking Kobe and then won that chip. Exactly. He, yeah, he got traded for Paul, which is fucked up. But, point is... They tripping over them DMPs. I'm like, if he weren't really wanted out, they would have. He would have been more vocal and would have bought him out. I'm pretty sure Vogel was like, "Look, Drum is going to play as of right now, but I want you to know, you're going to play come playoff time." This, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure Vogel's mind. And this is one thing we already seen. He doesn't give a fuck who he, which big he wants out there. We saw him literally sit JaVale for the remainder of the playoffs damn near. Mm -hmm. So, for Dwight Howard, and then to a point where it was just like ADS center, fuck it. So, he's not afraid to switch the hurt feelings, especially it means to win. So, Drummond has to sit his black ass down because literally he's going to cook defensively. So, Marcus Hall plays, cool. If Montrez is the one that has to take the L, I'm pretty sure my trash is like good. Cause I don't want to see Jokic no more. After what he did to me last year. PTSD will kick in. Shoot. So like mugs taking that too hard. But I get what you mean. But uh let's get ready to close out. But um But yeah, so we appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at 3S from the Ring, 3s from the Ring. Uh Follow if you watching us on Twitter. If you have yet to hit that subscribe button, subscribe. Hit the little bell, like, comment, subscribe, all of the above. We greatly appreciate it. Excuse me. Uh, copy some merch. www.utweakingmedia.net. Cop the merch. Free shipping. UTM ships and UTM vibes for ten dollars off. 
We appreciate you guys for listening. On the audio side things as well, make sure you subscribe and follow and share. It's all greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening and peace. Auf Wiedersehen.